Hello again to the Mike Thrays podcast you're listening to or watching your Mike Thrays presenter right here live thought I'd do another podcast on the run hopefully the sound quality is okay you can the way I upload my podcasts you have never heard me talk about this already is via the Anchor app Anchor is a, basically a podcast streaming platform and yes you can upload via video file or audio file and yeah with Spotify now being the owners of Anchor you can basically have video podcasts so admin out of the way there's been a lot I'm feeling lately being in Melbourne kind of going under levels in my business and feeling more willing to take a few more risks and there's different levels of risks on the awakening journey. <laughs> in some ways, you know, you might think the most riskiest thing for me, like the Camino, the to, to, I guess, temporarily suspend my job, then quit my job, or basically, you know, quit my career and, and go into that full energy in the unknown. That is risky, you know, and it was. It was scary. But there was also this awareness behind that that I've met a lot of people on the Camino. The, um, if you're not aware of what I'm talking about, the Camino is a spiritual pilgrimage. It's predominantly associated with the north of Spain through to Santiago, a city of the northwest of Spain, and beginning in the, basically in the, well, St. John Peter Port on the French border. But I, there's a lot of different routes and I walked an extended route along with the Portuguese way. But what I'm getting at with the Camino is yeah, that, that seat is risky, isn't it? But sometimes the most riskiest thing <laughs> is not necessarily only the external action. What I'm feeling with that is the risky action can be being more authentic to how you feel. So that's not necessarily only a doing space, is it? And it is a bit of a theme on this podcast that, you know, connect with Neville Goddard and my inspiration around him rather than trying to change the mirror, change the face. Obviously, there's a relationship between the mirror and the face. And we talk about that with energetic reactions, responses in the body. If you, and I mentioned this in last week's podcast, if you could feel such a strong response to a seeming out of recurrence, the, the body can process that, have such a powerful impact. Is it not also accurate that you can create an external event through how much you feel internally and this is where meditation and yoga they're seen as more continuous present practices aren't they and even being in nature speaking slowly being more grounded so there's a different things you can do but see all those things nature meditation yoga they're more internal practices that are locking the inner heart space within so the risk-taking for me, somewhat ironically, is to stop taking risks. Is to stop making things hard for myself in the external. To try to please everyone, everything. To fit in. Because even to try to fit in, it's seen as like what you're supposed to, to do, isn't it? The, the greater risk is to not fit in. And that, that's, that's scary, isn't it? When you, for me, again, 
going on a, a pilgrimage and they're quitting my job and uh, they're doing things which didn't feel, I guess, in harmony of my prior cultivated identity with the relatively successful business person who was moving, you know, had a certain level of affluence and abundance, was looking to buy a home and, and was building my way through the, a corporate career to then go into the heart space and be very spiritual and be talking about the seven masters of Mary Magdalene. I felt like my way of thinking, my conscious, my inner perception of self, deliberately kind of, it put me in a space of lack. It put me in a space of, well, you're not really willing or worthy of receiving from this, this expression because it's somewhat unusual. It's a somewhat unusual space to be in where you're different to your prior self and maybe connect with that is you're different from the community and the connections around you that made up that prior self. So that's the difficulty, isn't it? It, it was easier for me to go into the state of lack and victimhood and the rescue of the full energy it's very easy to fall or to fall into the fall that is full on the awakening journey to be the yogi to the to yeah i guess to do all the things a lot of them are really helpful practice meditation yoga essential oils getting into nature everything i talked about but the ability to ground it and to bring it back into more affluent abundant that that space I was talking about earlier that can receive, can be in the is still the same person being, but is more comfortable with that. That's been the greater risk, the greater change. And this is what's surprising, but this is a little bit of rabbit hole type conversation, which I'm not averse to. It's funny, when we start speaking differently, you might find this and practice this, and I guess this is pitched to you today that, yeah, it's a pitch somewhat because an awakening experience does gently cultivate that falling away, doesn't it? And depending where you're at, I guess for me, my perception online and social media is a lot of the younger people now. Yeah, they they get in the vans and they and they go up north to you know Gold Coast or, or around that area or Byron and there is that community there for them and there's a, that space and that's kind of the, it's it's very helpful to have that community around them but for me maybe being a little bit older I was just turned forty I was a little older than obviously there's a lot of trailblazers a lot more people yeah innovators a lot of people have been going through this journey for years and years on years but. Yeah, it's all perception, isn't it? But for me, I didn't really know a lot of people in my age group on this journey. I didn't know, and even when I moved up north and I travelled around a bit, because maybe partly because of my age, but also partly because of the community, I didn't feel like going deep into the wanderer energy anymore. I'd kind of been in it mostly on my own through about five years, from when I'd quit corporate and and the 15 start of 16 and through to through to 20 when I've already I've kind of built my business I've started to get books on Amazon I've developed started the podcast and so to go up north again and be around it, it didn't feel in complete harmony and so I was somewhat torn between two worlds between going back into the deep wanderer someone in the shadow and there was some shadow stuff that needed to be integrated and a lot of that was connected with 
authenticity and you said the masters being authentic sharing who I am but part of that authenticity was I'm not a wanderer anymore I didn't want to keep playing in the shadow space for, for long periods of time and so that's what I'm getting at with with this risk taking and what I'm saying is when we start changing how we feel people change I remember when I first started out I was like you know you talk to people, close friends, and oh, very hard to be an author, or very hard to be a publisher, and 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 they were reflecting back parts of me that were really down in that journey. And then more recent times, being more organic and and having different type of conversations, internal conversations around my success, I've been gravitating more to people that are successful authors, successful podcasters, successful content producers, you know, of all types more business savvy so this is what i'm getting at it's a somewhat subtle thing (laughs) the risk taking with authenticity is don't be so attached to what's happening in the external presently because with Neville goddard again this is why his work so magical resonant the external is only a reflection of the internal and when we start out and like we, we can fall into the yogi and the spiritual archetype and we go on there all the retreats and they're great or we might you know you might be doing that as a sideline which for me it, it might have been a better option because I might have been able to gradually work at it rather go full deep into the yogi that had didn't really have much at all but whether you're doing that or whether you do you like you go full into the space and and deep into nature and and, and there, living out of the van or, or like me, living out of the car. You know, it all serves the journey. Everything serves the journey. But for me, in those early spaces, that was resonant with where I also sat, felt and sat in relation to attitudes around money and the spiritual yogi and that archetypal space, which is somewhat of the pendulum. It's somewhat of the frequency of our role, like the full energy is powerfully transformative. But maybe if you stay the fool, you're always somewhat of a child. You're always dependent. And it's okay to be hard-oriented. And the fool is powerful because it moves through all these spaces. Like I said, it was the the full energy that got me on the Camino. It took all the risks and helped me built, build my business. You know, I had that's where everything's developed from that energy, that hard orientation. But you, that's not to say you can't be in the heart and be abundant and business-like and successful also. So for me, this, I guess that's the risk of the risk-taking. <laughs> Is when our world begins to shift a little bit again, and maybe where we're not necessarily only in that community that talk about a seven masters and channel beings of light, and light rays and, and, and chakra healing, chakra rebalancing, meditation. We're, in, we're perhaps in communities that are maybe open to it, but not deep, not deep diving into it. This is where the risk happens. A big breath, because I'm just about to go up the hill and maybe go to that my own little bit of depth. It can be very easy to try to shut down. To kind of go two sides here. You, we could go deep spiritual in the mind and just cut off of the conversation and interaction altogether. And like, it's just to say it's just not worth it. They don't understand me. They won't get it. <laughs> or we could, we could also go 
deep the other way. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. This is the chakra healing. This is the this is what we can do. So they're kind of like the two extremes, and this is where that Buddhist middle way. If we could hold presence, take the risk to be authentic to what comes through without attachment to the outcome, we can play with it a little bit. There'll be times, and this is what's happened with me, where, yeah, depending who you're with, who you're around, there might be a little bit of a space open up. People have got to know you over the long period of time, or they've witnessed something in you. And it's somewhat energetic as well, because... And Castaneda and, and Don Juan talk about this in the work of, works of Castaneda. Impeccability. And, you know, the other one, Four Agreements by Don Manuel Ruiz. The impeccability of your word and your actions is what creates the energy. It's not so much that we need to find energy. We just have to stop giving it away. And we stop giving it away by being impeccable with our word. And being authentic in, the, I think, one of the other agreements, always trying your best. They're all the same thing. They're all connected with authenticity and hard orientation. So if someone comes up and asks you the question, and maybe in the past it has been too hard to share with them, or you shared and they're not present, it's kind of this yin-yang balance, masculine feminine. If people want to engage, whether it's about the pandemic, whether it's about your views on vaccination, and maybe there's been a bit of water under the rug, so to speak, with that now. Be open to the conversation. And if they're willing to listen, share. That's the risk. Share. And same with your work. Share. Because these are the same people. They, they come to your reality. It's almost like a test. Are you willing to be authentic to who you are and what you believe in? Because that's what makes you an organic match for abundance and flow. Conscious community. So it's not to say we have to convince everyone, coerce everyone, can rescue everyone. That's the big thing. Because the 3D rescue of victim enemy archetype, the warrior state will keep us keep needing to fight. It's either the spiritual ego is a warrior state because it's keep needing to be better than others. But the one that's wanting to provide value, that's centered in the heart, open to conversation, communication, that's empowered. That's prosperous. Thanks again for being a part of this. Pray to tend, receive the love and light, joy and bliss, shadow and yin-yang integration. And the audio wasn't too difficult. Bye for now.